Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Riesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with Tyler Hendon. He's an entrepreneur, business consultant, writer, public speaker, and experienced human resources professional. Please enjoy Tyler Hendon. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I am here with Tyler Hendon. He is a business consultant and author Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I am super excited to chat with you about creativity today. But before we dive into the magical creative world, why don't you let my listeners know a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, yeah. So I am originally from Detroit, Michigan. I went to Michigan State University for undergrad where I studied journalism. Uh, and a little bit about what I do. So uh, right now I'm actually finishing my first book. So I am uh, going to be an author, author excuse me, effective uh, November 17th. Uh, my first book is titled uh, Mirage, How Social Media Impacts the Way We Think, Feel, and Behave. Mm. Uh, so I, I'm kind of leaning into my journalism background, right, and, and getting writing done. I strayed away from writing for years and years, but now I'm back into it and really back excited about it. I love that. Awesome. And congratulations on getting your book out into the world. And when the listeners hear this, your book will already be out in the world. So we'll let them know where they can find it at the end of the podcast, but I love it. And now you are in Atlanta and what brought you to Atlanta? Yeah. So it's funny. I was um, actually working for Amazon not so long after I finished school Mm -hmm. and I worked for them as a senior HR assistant. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was with them for almost like three and a half years, almost four years, somewhere, Mm -hmm. somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. And I originally worked for them in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And so an opportunity opened up in Atlanta um, and I spent time here, had family here. So I just jumped at it. Um, and I've been here ever since. Nice. I love it. I can only imagine how the world of human resources is happening right now with yeah. that, where the world is. So yeah. I'm sure yeah. we'll hear more about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, what does it mean to you to be creative? Yeah, that's an amazing question. Um, I think it means fully accepting who you are, number one. Because I think we all have like unique talents and abilities and things that make us special, right? And things that we can lean into that maybe everyone can't do. Like they may be able to do a little bit, but there has to be something in you that you can do that like is unique to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd say starting there. And then second, just like being willing to take that jump and be yourself and do what comes out of you naturally. Um, so I think that's what creativity really means, or at least to me. Yeah, I love that. And I love the idea of being who you are. And that's a creative experience and process. And when you 
like, I guess I'm curious, do you feel that you know who you are and show up as your creative, authentic self in the world? Yeah, now I do, you know, um, as a, you know, 30 something year old man, I do, but can I say that was truth in my twenties? No, I can't, you yeah. know, um, I think I definitely spent time, um, trying to figure out where I fit and where I didn't fit. Right. So spaces I belong in and spaces, um, I didn't belong in. And I really think it took me time to find that. Yeah. Um, and I had to, I had to make some mistakes along the way and do a few things wrong, but eventually I did get to the point where it's like, yeah, you know what, this is what's for me. This is what's not. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally fine with that. Um, and so from a creativity perspective, I think just even in writing, I had to embrace that and say, you know what, it's okay for me to want to be a great writer, even mm-hmm. if I don't know any great writers. <laughs> um, so that was, that was one of those things that I think was a really creative experience for me because it felt really weird, honestly. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. How do you think you came to that or this place where you are now? If you weren't there in your 20s, what was that journey? Yeah, I honestly, Mari, I would say just sometimes struggling, right? Like whether it be, you know, working jobs that were okay, but like I didn't really like being there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, maybe you made money and you were comfortable with it. So it's like, okay, this is what the world tells you you're supposed to do. Um, But then looking on the inside and feeling like, man, this isn't really for me, but you know, if you just looked at it from the outside looking in or saw me on social media or something like that, you probably think I had it all together. Mm. Um, but that wasn't the case, right? Yeah. Um, and then I also think going through ups and downs, like going through times when maybe I wasn't financially stable and I had to kind of like really work to get to where I wanted to be and mm-hmm. struggle at times. Uh, just having like my character tested, I think that played a, a big part, you know. So those ups and downs in life all kind of played a part to help me get to where I am now to where I feel like I can be creative and can be myself and can know that, you know, regardless of kind of how the waves hit, I'm still going to be me and still be able to do my own thing. Nice. I love that. And it sounds like a lot of creativity went into any challenge or struggle you faced too, (laughs) trying to navigate that as well. Yeah. I love I mean, I think it's such a beautiful thing to see the creativity and the challenge. And, and it sounds like you really allowed yourself to see that and make it through to a space where you are today. So, yeah, I would say so. And, you know, sometimes it's not easy to see, right? Because you may, yeah, because (laughs) you may see yourself as one thing or think you're supposed to be doing one thing, but that might not be what you're really meant to do. So you might have to go through a tough time or a situation where it's like, man, I really thought I was going to excel at this, but maybe I should do this other thing instead. That's really my passion. I really where my heart is telling me to go. So um, I think that's how life is though. You know, like a journey, like we think we know what's going to happen, but at the end of the day, you don't really know. Like you think you know, you think you're in control, but you don't really know what's going to happen. It's so true. And I love the piece, like listening to your heart and following your heart how do you how do you do that on a regular basis yes that's a great question um I think for me I try to just have quiet moments when I can you know like put my phone on silent cut the tv off and try to just think through like okay what is it what is going on around me what do I need to solve right now what can wait 
mm-hmm. and what is it that I really think I need to do with my time mm-hmm. um I'd say that's probably the biggest part like the quiet moments help me a lot because it's like I can just zone in on my own feelings emotions and thoughts and then I think that's what helps me find my best because I'm now centered as opposed to just being all over the place trying to figure out what I should or shouldn't be doing yeah such a great reminder get quiet turn off the distractions yeah. <laughs> allow yourself to get centered and you know listen to what you really want to do and where you really want to go great reminder yeah, I, think, I think thank you I think it's hard for us you know we have so yeah. many distractions now we have so much technology and mm-hmm. you can be pulled into anything at any time and lose hours of your life you know but sometimes I do think you need to just say you know what I'm gonna relax try to just make sure that my mind and heart are in the right place and then I'll be okay. Yeah. I love it. I, the kind of that mindfulness come in the present moment, make sure you're good with yourself before taking that next step and where you want to go. Nice. Well, what are some things that inspire you these days? What are some things that inspire me? Wow. Um, I had to pick a few, I say people that are willing to have a voice in the world mm. about like important issues. Yeah. Like I really admire people that, that like speak out and say, you know what, this is what's happening and this is what I think of it. And this is why it's important. Mm-hmm. So people that are like really out in the world sharing information and trying to help other people. Um, and I think that's been some of my motivation behind picking writing back up because I thought to myself, like, I can use writing as a tool to like positively impact other people's lives. Yeah. Um, Because I know that if I'm relatable and tell the right stories, then it can genuinely help people. Like they can really Mm -hmm. get something out of it. Um, So I would say, you know, people have seen people of the past that have just used their voice in positive ways. Um, And more inspiration, I would say, just comes from like my family Mm. and just wanting, yeah, you're just wanting the best for them and, wanting to show them that like there are really cool things that we can get out of life if we really pursue our passions you know um and I will hope and kind of pray that I can be like a catalyst for other people to get to where they want to go so they can look at me and see like you know what Tyler's not that different from me if I want to be like him I could really just be myself and do my own thing I may not do what he does but I can still find a way to be successful in my own right Yeah. Nice. I really like what you were talking about the, um, using your voice as a catalyst. And, and I think oftentimes when we hear that using your voice, we're thinking, oh, speaking publicly or leading change in that way, but it's also writing and using your voice in that way. And that's, I, I think that's great. It was a good reminder for me hearing you say that of like, oh, there are other ways to use your voice. Yeah. I think it's so, I mean, it's, it's inspiring when people want to inspire others with their voice and how they're doing it and recognizing what is important and how you're sharing that with the world. So I think it's awesome. (laughs) And it's inspiring to hear you talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you think about your own life, what's your earliest memory of being creative? Wow, my earliest memory of being creative. 
Oh man, these are, I don't know if I'm going to give great examples. Well, you just give your examples. They're going to be great. I'm sure. Okay. So my earliest memories of being creative were when I would do things that I wasn't supposed to do. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. Bad child things that like uh-huh. drove my mom crazy and grandma crazy and I would have to try to find like the most innovative way to get out of the situation or to hide the situation <laughs> um or whatever thing I did at the time whatever I broke uh bended or you know whatever problem I caused trying to tell myself okay if you do x y and z maybe she'll forget about it and maybe she'll let it go you know um <laughs> I think those are my 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 earliest one being a menace to my um, to my family. Uh, but it's funny because I think my mom my mom has always told me that I was very strategic. Oh yeah, so, okay. You know, yeah, that I was always kind of trying to think ahead, even if I did something I wasn't supposed to do. So I say those are the earliest being being a bad kid that didn't want to get in trouble. I mean, maybe it wasn't a bad kid. You're just a strategic child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Figuring out, you're just trying new things and accidents happen, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Even when you did it on purpose, you would still say it was an accident. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I remember doing that as well. But I love that. Like, It takes a lot of creativity and innovation to talk your way out of a situation or to as a kid, fix something that you probably don't have all the skills and tools to fix. Yeah. Or, and yeah. probably didn't even fix it. You know, right. like it's probably so obviously destroyed, but <laughs> you thought you did a good job. Exactly. Exactly. Well, as someone, it sounds like you have a family community and now a writer or author community, I imagine. How does your community impact or influence your own creativity? Wow. Um, I mean, hugely, hugely. So uh, in my book, uh, Mirage, How Social Media Impacts the Way We Think, Feel, and Behave, I talk a pretty decent amount about my relationship with my older sister. Um, And she actually, um, excuse me, she passed last May. Mm. But she had a she had a huge impact on you know the decisions I made and she really influenced me to like be somebody. You know, yeah. she was the first person I knew that was like a true entrepreneur and that I really watched like help a lot of people. Mm. First person I saw like employ people. Um and she taught herself all these different things. Mm. And she did it in a way where it wasn't like she poked her chest out and made you feel like you weren't enough or anyone around her wasn't enough. But she created like a community and saying like, hey, this is what I know, this is what I built. You can come be a part of it too. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not perfect, but it can help you, it can help me and we can all be fine. Um, and so I think she's like my original like superhero, mm-hmm. you know, like my person I look to and say like, that's who I want to be like because she used her own mind and skills and, you know, everything that she was given to create something special and important. So she's like my like creative superhero, my dream. Mm, I love that. I'm sorry to hear for passing. And it sounds like you're really, you took all you, you have and could from, from her and are continuing mm-hmm. it on. And that's such a beautiful, beautiful way to carry on someone's legacy. 
in your own life. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, when you're around really good people, they can teach you really good things. And maybe at the time, like when they're teaching it to you, it might not feel like a big deal. But then when you look back, you're like, oh man, she was trying to show me this. Mm. Or, you know, he was trying to show me that. And then it means, it really means something to you because you're like, oh, I can see now that this is what you were giving me. Um, and so now it's even more important for me to like, lean into that because I know you taught me that lesson for a reason mm-hmm. yeah sometimes those lessons are hard to see but mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're able to it's good right yeah yeah 100% <laughs> well what are some everyday issues that you've had to use creativity to solve mm. everyday issues I have to use creativity to solve um I would say probably my social media use. Yeah. 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 And I think that was a big driver behind me writing my book because I found myself spending so much time online and like just burning up time and thinking to myself, like, why am I on these apps so much? Why am I being more productive? Mm. Why am I just doing more things that genuinely like make me happy and genuinely make me feel comfortable? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had to kind of like reverse engineer my brain and figure out, okay, why am I making certain choices? How are those choices impacting my life? And then what can I get out of making a change, right? Why that's important. Um, so I think I had to be creative there. And I say also like with time management, I had to be creative. Because mm. I feel like, you know, when you're busy on a day-to-day basis, like the day can kind of fly by and you may do a bunch of things, but, or at least me, I may do a bunch of things, but still feel like I didn't really get anything done or mm. anything that was like, super important done. Um, <laughs> so I have to get creative with my time management saying like, look, you can't do everything today, but you at least need to set some type of barriers and standards for what you are going to get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That time management is for sure. You do have to get creative with that. <laughs> I know I do <laughs> trying yeah. to, to navigate the world and time. And yeah, I, I think that's so important. And in terms of like, you know, being in this pandemic, were there things that you had to get creative to do during like working or what yeah. was the creativity that came out of the pandemic for you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is definitely the writing because mm. when you're home all day, like I feel like it's easy to just kind of maybe lose yourself. Like yeah. it's probably the simplest way I would put it when you're just kind of, cruising all day and you you're working in pajamas you're going to bed in pajamas like you know it's really easy to just kind of fall into some traps so I tried to just start writing again and uh, really listening to music and mm. making sure that I was trying to at least stay active in some way or another mm. um trying not to spend like too much time in the house and I know for a while you know that's exactly what you were supposed to do like stay home yeah um, I try to at least like step out, get some air and just kind of remember that like, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world, but I can still live a good, healthy life mm-hmm. if it means I have to spend a lot of time at home. Yeah. Um, I just have to challenge myself to do it because it had been, well, it was really easy for me to fall in like bad habits and watching too much Netflix and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you... Or how would you encourage 
someone to find creativity in their life who didn't think they were creative? It's mm, an amazing question. Um, first, I would probably try to ask that person so identify the things about themselves that makes them unique, mm-hmm. um, which, which can be tough because I think oftentimes we make it in social circles and feel like we're, you know, the same as everyone else or maybe we're not special. Or at least I can say, honestly, I felt that way at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would encourage that person to find the things about them that make them unique that make them smart in certain areas and that make them just them and mm. learn that it's okay to be exactly who you are because that's who you were meant to be, right? Mm. Um, and so I will start with that number one. And then two, I will tell them honestly, like take some chances, mm. like do some stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> obviously don't do anything to like, you know, harm yourself, but um, <laughs> right. like don't do anything too crazy, but like put yourself out into the world to do some things that aren't necessarily in your comfort zone that you want to try, regardless of what other people may tell you fit for you or not. Yeah. You know, see what's really out there for you. Give it a chance. And if you don't like it, hey, okay, you didn't like it. But if you do like it, awesome. You just found something else that makes you you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. What are those things for you that are a little outside your comfort zone that you're looking to try? Yeah, well, so it, it's funny. So I've tried to pick up traveling more. Oh. Um. Yeah, yeah. So I've tried to pick up traveling more and being open to like doing, well, having experiences that aren't um, on the necessary roadmap of what I thought, you know, exactly how my life will go. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've lived in, I want to say five different states at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done my best to try to, at least travel through the states and see different countries and when I'm able to when it makes sense for me financially yeah um experience those things so that I can like get more culture and try to have a bigger picture of the world mm. as opposed to having like this small picture of just my community this the bubble I live in this is where I come from but I would at least what I found is that when I have gone out and experienced more of the world I think it's made me a better person because I can like speak to things that Maybe I could in the past because I actually experienced something new. Hmm. Um, so I say travel has helped me a lot. Um, and really like things that probably you wouldn't expect from like an author or someone in business. Like my favorite sport is boxing. Ah. So I've always, yeah. I, know, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people um, think boxing is like this crazy brutal sport but I love it because it, it forces you to challenge yourself um it makes you think it makes you think on your feet um and it tests your resilience right and your desire to win um so that's why I've grown to love it because it's always been like a test to me a constant test mm-hmm. um and I think I'm one of those people that kind of enjoys being tested at times mm-hmm. um so that's why I've kind of grown to love boxing because I know every time I go to the gym I can like push myself Mm. And I know that if I believe in myself, I can win. Nice. I love those things. And yeah, maybe you don't think that an author is also a boxer, but what a cool combination. I can only imagine mm. the stories you get at the boxing gym. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been such a treat chatting with you. And I have one last question. What does it feel like in your body to be creative? Yeah. Um, 
sitting down when it's quiet at night, I'm alone and just writing what I really feel mm. and thinking about how that message can help somebody else. Mm. Yeah. So really thinking like, okay, this is what's on my mind. This is what I believe. Can someone else benefit from this? What can I get out of it? And why is it important? Mm. I think that's what my, my creative energy feels like. Nice. I love it. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. And if people want to get in touch with you or learn more about you or where can they find your book, how would they go about doing that? Yeah. Um, so on social media, it's Tyler Hendon, everything virtually. So okay. I'm very easy to find. Yep. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, book wise, they can go to the miragebook.com. Um, so I have a website and on there you can find like links to different stuff. Um, the book is available. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be <laughs> available on Amazon. Um, and it's Mirage, how social media impacts the way we think, feel, and behave. And it primarily centers around those things, right? The think, the feel, and behave. So uh, very easy to get in contact with me through those means. Wonderful. Well, I will add all of that to the show notes so people can easily find you and find your book. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It has been such a treat. Absolutely. Thank you, Mark. This is really cool. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at sustaining creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, tag your friends and family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you. So leave your reviews, comments, and questions. Check out our website, sustainingcreativity.com for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching. Tune in Tuesdays for our next episode. And remember, with creativity, anything's possible.